She's country. And he's cooter. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There is creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to our late night biblical wellness and natural health life coaching session. Take it away. Country, what do we got on today? Well, today I'm talking about drawing near God. I got a scripture, James 4 1. I want to see where am I at. No, not James 4 and 1. James 4 and 8. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to us. Cleanse our hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. That sounds a lot like Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11? Why don't you pull it up? Well, in Hebrews 11, I think around... Uh, I don't know. But it says that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now faith is evidence of things not seen. Uh, But then it goes on to say that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What does it mean to you? Well, diligence is kind of like being a farmer, getting up early, cutting the grass before it rains, making sure that you're well rested, going to bed early, on days that you got to get up early, which is most every day if you're a farmer. But, you know, diligence is is way more than just doing the practice. It's doing the practice, putting it first, putting certain things first is very important. You know, you get up in the morning and you you go to the bathroom probably, or you drink some water, and then uh, because you do those things, your body can not be in pain. And if you don't do those things, your body will be in pain. But to avoid that pain, we do things like drink water, go to the bathroom, sometimes at the same time, even. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, I think Knowing God has a lot to be draw near God, and knowing that God is good and He's the Father of lights, 
And every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. That's true, but you know, without drawing near to him, we're really never going to know him. We can only know what he's made. But looking at what he's made does make me wonder if he really does love us. Because everything here is just waiting and asking to be taken control of. You ever know a peach tree or a Hell, even a tobacco plant doesn't grow real big tobacco leaves unless you just start clipping the stuff that ain't growing real good. You cut the flower off. You, well, you know what I'm saying. You trim the trees and they grow the way you want. But they won't do it unless we're, we're there to care for them. Keep the varmint out. That's why we build fences. Nature's never built a fence. But we have. Right. Yeah, we have, because we care about it. Things we don't care about, like them ugly fish, we just put nets over them, throw them on the fire, slice them open, yummy, yum. They sure tasting good, even though they look real crazy. They're not like a cute little bunny. You don't see people throwing nets over a big herd of bunnies and taking a crazy-looking fish knife to a bunch of bunnies. Well, that doesn't even sound right. You know what I'm saying, country? Not really. Well, it's okay, though. Fish knife? You know, like one of them fish knives? Yeah. Skinny on one end. And... See, fish are ugly. Nobody nobody feels bad about gutting up a bunch of fish. But... What do you think about people who are hesitant of drawing near to God because they think he has something to do with the darkness? Can you specify the difference between the difference between darkness and light? Sure. You see, wherever God is, there is light. And so darkness is the atmosphere which God is not. And so when God is around, even a small amount of light creates a lack of darkness. You can see and move around. And so you won't stumble over things that you should not have stumbled over anyway because you knew it was there. But unless you're in darkness, darkness, you, you can't see stuff that's right in front of you. Now, if it was in broad daylight, uh, everybody would point and laugh at you because of you tripping over something that you really should not have tripped over. But in total darkness, you see, this is why I believe Democrats exist because they are in total darkness. They don't realize that this person they're voting for is just going to turn around and take their money and set up more organizations that need more taxes and take more of their money, and they're really not going to accomplish anything. But, uh, you know, country, getting back on uh, get back on topic here, let's say... Let's say, you know, I've heard people talk about evil, okay? And this is a word that people don't understand a lot of times. Most people don't understand it because there's a scripture, <clears throat> you see, where God says that I've, repent, I've repented of the evil I was going to do unto them. Well, God can't do evil. Well, no, that's not true because the Bible says God repented of the evil he was going to do to them. Wait a minute. What are you talking about, Cooter? Let me tell you, country, 
for real. You see, sin is not evil. Evil is not sin. What somebody does to a sandwich for lunch is evil. They are committing evil under that sandwich. Okay, when God says, I'm going to give the evil to them. She's punching. Or let's say, you know, like Job, he says, in, in the book of Job, he says, uh, you know, we receive good from the Lord. Shall we not receive evil also? So, obviously, evil does not equivalent to sin. It can't be the same thing. Because God cannot sin. God would not do that. But he can't do that. It's impossible for him to sin. So, there's people that will say stuff that's just so strange to me. Say, well, God wouldn't kill a bunch of kids. Well, maybe those kids were going to be thrown into the fire. Okay, maybe their parents or maybe their culture was about to kill them. And so God went ahead and took them back. Okay, because the word says, don't fear man that can take your life, but fear God, he can take your soul also. Okay, and that has a lot to do with that. You see, my grandfather, he, uh, he used to ask me, why would God kill men, men, women, and children, being a good God? And I said, I said, uh, Ricky, you know, if a, if a woman has a child just so she can kill it, don't you think it would be good to prevent that mutilation of someone's life? Wouldn't it be great if God could just stop all of that from continuing from day after day after day from going on? So what would a good God do? Would he just let that continue? Let people just sacrifice to Baal or Molech or whatever? You know, the child sacrifice wasn't just sacrifice to Molech necessarily. That was the that was the entity they were sacrificing that's in the in the Bible. But you can sacrifice a lamb or a goat or a baby to anything. It could even be Baal. It could even be Baal. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that, country? I think there's most definitely a difference between light and darkness. John 10.10 says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy the devil. And God comes. Jesus comes. He came. And he's here. And he wants us to have life. And life more abundantly. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, any other topics you want to talk about today, Cooper? Yeah. Um, you've been listening to Cooter and Country. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we're catapulting your life to the next level. We out. Yeah, yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you.